In this medieval fantasy one-shot, we join Trammel the Apprentice Blacksmith and Roland the Stout Farm Boy as they head out on their first adventure in the land next to the mountain. <laughs> so, you uh, guys wake up the next morning, none the worse for wear. Although you wake up, you know, just as the light's coming on and you can kind of see up the mountain, maybe the path that you were planning to go up, uh, you can see some fl faint trails of uh, smoke, um, as if somebody just very recently tried to put out a campfire. Would we know if they put it out with, like, water in a hurry, or was it like a like a slow... You know, was it a quick put out or was it planned? You don't have a lot of clues to go off of, so I would say that would either Seems... be uh, lore or yeah. instinct. Lore of ooh, of two. Okay. Is it like? I guess we could. If it's a lot of smoke, we could assume maybe they put it out with water really quick, or just not thinking other people were here. There was a uh, thick puff of thick smoke down there at the end where it trails. So you get the feeling that, yeah, somebody put it out in a hurry. Huh. I'm not going to say anything. Not going to say anything. No. I'm assuming we both see the smoke. But you see the smoke, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I see the smoke. It's like, hey, there's... I start to say something, and then I just look down into the dirt. Uh, okay, I guess I start to remember that, yes, the curse must be falling. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I, I walk behind him instead. <laughs> Which way did I go hunting last night? I'm avoiding that way. You went, I guess it would have to have been to the east, maybe a little southeast. Is it towards the smoke? No, no, the smoke is okay. uh, northeast. Okay. I wouldn't do that to you. Nice. Yes, you would. So you're heading towards the smoke. Do you want you want to go check out the smoke, or are you going to go up to the mountain? Well, yeah, there is smoke there. Uh, who knows what could be there? Maybe there's somebody. There's something happening. Let's go together. I don't want to split the party again. Okay, after you. Okay, let's go towards the smoke. Now, are you guys going quickly, or are you trying to go stealthily? Both? Um, I, I'll follow his suit, but I'm pretty much keeping... Uh, I'm trying to keep a restraining order-like distance just to make sure I don't infect him further with whatever, it, whatever bad luck I carry. Gotcha. Okay. I'm, yeah. Sulkingly, I'm going sneakily. Uh, let's go ahead and do a banditry check then. I actually have that. Banditry is for Never mind. taking and stealing and all things of that sort. I'm a zero at banditry. Um, plus one. <laughs> okay. So as you uh, come up the path, and the path uh, kind of makes uh, a turn, it's it's a wide path, thankfully. Um, and you're not so high up in the mountains yet that you're worried about falling to your doom. But as you're making your way up the path, you can see in the distance what looks like a group of people. There's a couple of wagons, and there's some arguing going on between them. You've not made any attempts to uh, take cover or anything like that. 
Uh, the details, you know, become a little bit clearer as you get closer, continuing up the mountain trail. Uh, if you want, you can give me an investigation check, or you get right up on top of them to see what you can see and hear what you can hear. Investigate for three. Okay, how about Roland? Um, could I use my my instinct instead to try to get some sort of sense of what's going on here? You could. Uh, it'd be a little bit more vague, but you could do that. Uh, that that's fine. Um, I'll I'll do that just as some sort of fight or flight sort of deal. Okay. Four. Okay. You get the impression that the rough-looking men with uh, clubs that are yelling could potentially be very dangerous. And you get the impression that a short, bearded folk around the two wagons that are kind of cowering away from these people are probably not so dangerous. That's what your instincts tell you anyway. Trammel, you can actually see what looks essentially like mountain bandits trying to rob some people. Although they are much shorter and stouter and more thickly bearded than uh, most people you've met in your time. The people they're trying to rob? They're trying to rob, yes. Do these mount? Does anyone look like they're wearing similar clothing to that deer no that I hunted? No one's dressed in purple, and although the... Uh, Humans are a bit uh, ragged. It looks like it's always been shabby, ragged clothing. Okay. Uh, so they don't see us yet. You've gotten this information right before they're going to notice you, so you have the opportunity to do one thing each. Do you think we should help them? It looks kind of dangerous. I guess we're adventuring? Um... It, it, I, I guess um, <laughs> I look at my pitchfork and I compare what I compare my tools versus theirs. Be fair, yours is bigger. Their clubs are very shoddy, you know, a couple of feet long at most. Uh, you've definitely got reach on them, and yours is pointy. None of their weapons seem to be pointy. So we have pointy stuff on our side. We're like, eh, I guess we help them. And like I said, you're running out of time. They're about to start. No, that's okay. I'm, I'm purposely being, yeah. Well, okay. I figured. Okay. It, okay. In the battle of pointiness, we'll win. Maybe I can, maybe I can spook them away. All right. So one of the bayonets sees you, points with the club and hollers. You don't understand if he actually used words or not. Uh, he is going to use his provoke skill to try and scare you away. So I okay. find to roll a check. Uh, you resist that with uh, will. Okay. Oh, look at you. Uh, um, plus two, so five. Uh, zero. All right. So, Tremel takes two points of mental stress. That is not quite enough to have any lasting consequences on you. But it is stress. It is stress. Roland, you succeeded with style. You succeeded by more than three. Uh, which means that 
you get a plus two, among other things, to your next action. Okay, um, I'm going to use my stunt then and uh, to uh, taunt twice in a twice in a row, I guess. All right. So instead of a normal action, you get two attack actions with provoke. That will get rid of your boost that you succeeded with style. Go ahead and roll me two provoke attacks. Okay, that would. Okay, plus two, so that's a zero. You could spend a fate point. One of the things you can do with a fate point, if you can say, hey, I have this aspect that would explain I would do better, you can spend a fate point to get a plus two or to reroll your dice. These are the most common uses for fate points plus two or reroll. Okay. Um, let's say I use the fate point then just so I end up gaining that same plus two. Okay. And then which aspect and how would you describe that it is helping you? It could do with the way you're taunting them or... I try to pretend to be like a bear while at the same time banging my pitchfork against the shield in some attempt to resemble a centurion bear of some kind. Okay. Is that the curse or the forbidden means funding kind of coming into play? Let's say then that since I'm on a mountain, the angle kind of puts me on a higher ground and the light happens to hit me just enough so that it makes my shadow look bigger. So you can't really tell what I am. And I'm just trying to be, because I was so unfazed by the attack, the attempt to dissuade me that I, I double back in a, you can't, you can't beat me, sort of. Okay, deal. so we're using the scene aspect then, uh, oh. since you know you're on a mountain, to uh, enhance your shadow. Alright, they will all three take stress from that, but none of them are taken out yet. So go ahead and roll a second attack. Okay, four. Oh, dear. Okay, so two of them two that haven't seen uh, you guys at all yet, just look and see the shadow. And they hear this banging and see this form of what in the world is this. <laughs> they freak out. They scream something. Um, you think it's dragon. And they take off. The third one is visibly shaken. But he kind of holds his ground. He's, he's not going to run away just yet. Nice. Why do you have eight fate points, Joshua? No reason. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are uh, we doing initiative or just me not going next and then them or? At this, There's only one of them left. Okay. So I'm not going to consider this a full combat yet. Uh, so you can go ahead now if you want to. Shoot your bow and arrow. I know. I... Joshua. Yes. You can do could, it. Could I pull up my bow and arrow to shoot him, but hesitate? And you invoke my expert hunter. Would that be interesting? Or? Uh, yes. I will go ahead and invoke your uh, expert hunter. So you hesitate. At no. yeah. So go ahead and roll your marksmanship with a plus two. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I don't get a fake. So basically, the, the mechanics is you get a free invoke on that expert hunter, right? 
Correct. Anytime so there's a negative aspect on you, I get to use it for free. I'm trying to get rid of that. Of course you are. Now, the aspect itself stays because it was yeah. reduced. But if I make you do that again on me, I get a fate point if I accept it. Right. So. Okay. So my, that is a negative two. So that's a two. So a four. A four. Yeah. Fantastic. Your arrow strikes him in the chest. He lets out a belt that is quickly cut off, and he falls forward, just like somebody else, and <laughs> collapses to the ground, dead. So, you, are you, so Roland, are you excited at this? I'm, I'm probably still screaming and banging, not even realizing what's really going on. I'm probably crying a little bit. <laughs> At the sight of this, uh, this, I'm not sure what to do with this, and neither are the uh, stout, bearded, stout, short, bearded people, but they start pulling stuff out of their wagons, throwing it on the ground, and then just kind of bowing down forward and pushing stuff towards your direction, clearly terrified. <laughs> At the, the yelping demon man and the crying archer. <laughs> they have not seen you guys yet. They've seen these people freak out and one of them drop dead. So they have a clear idea in their mind of what's going on. It's not accurate by any means. Okay. But, um, that's what they're doing. What are you doing? Um, that's a social situation, so I'm going to hesitate. I think I'm going to realize now what's going on and then suddenly just stop and then realize that there are various, there's a pool of mad tears on the floor. <laughs> okay. I don't want to talk about it. Their faces are to the ground, so they're not seeing or saying anything. They're mumbling, but it's too soft for you guys to hear. I guess we, I guess we should help these people before this other guys come back. I just don't know. Um, I, I guess I'm still a bit dumbfounded as to what, what does. I'm like, uh, think, um, assume that I'm probably still trying to figure out just what really happened. I'm slumped over, sitting on a stump, not happy at all. A couple hours pass by. <laughs> Eventually, one of the young ones, younger ones, Kind of looks up, looks around, does not see anything happening immediately. Curiosity gets the better of them, and they come forward towards you. Are you still hooting and hollering at them? No, no, I, I stopped after a while. Now I'm just like, what? I'm still trying to figure out what, <laughs> what really happened. I guess I'm going to stand up and try to gather myself. Because it's a kid, I guess I, I don't not that shy of a kid. Now that you're looking closer, yeah, they're clearly short enough to be a kid, but they've still got a full beard, uh, very large nose, uh, kind of a balding head, but uh, short enough, very wide, but not uh, fat so much as uh, stout. Hey, we're stout. Mm-hmm. Everyone here's stout. He <laughs> looks at you, looks around, looks back at you, and just kind of points 
mouth open but not saying anything. Any response from you guys? I'm going to look at Roland. Um, I'm going to imitate what she did. Well, what the bearded kid did. What the bearded kid did? Alright, so the bearded kid will finally get his voice. And he will say, Yoon! Yorgy Vargin Dorgy Bargain Do I know what that is? Roll a lore check. Negative two lore. Let's see what <laughs> you get. There you go. Um, yeah, I don't have any uh, skill, so just so, minus one. Yeah. Okay. He appears to be trying to form words. Of <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Jim. As he, you know, he, he starts getting excited and tries to wave you towards the uh, carts as he runs, or the wagons, excuse me, as he runs back and starts shouting, Indish Fern! Indish Fergivorgin! Vingivangivorn! Indish Fern, I'll say back. I'm going to use my instinct to figure out just what's going on. That is indish Fern! chance you have right now. Go ahead and roll an instinct. I'm not, um, not rolling anything. Boom! What? Seven. Okay, so... Apparently an expert in reading body language. You figure out that, hey, you know, the kid is trying to tell the others that you guys are all right, that you're saved, that some horrible monster hasn't come to steal their stuff and eat them. And that, you know, they really need to get up and thank you. And sure enough, people start getting up and they start, you know, kind of slowly but enthusiastically as it builds up get excited and want to come and shake your hand and pat you and thank you with a Jorgen Vern! Jorgen Vergen! Jorgen Fern! They seem very tickled at what you're saying. <laughs> I'm trying to be nice. I feel really awkward. So they start trying to hand you stuff. I mean, I guess it would be not nice to say no, so... I immediately... Accept it and try to. I don't. Well, I guess it's some sort of. Is it something solid or is it something perishable? Um, <laughs> well, there are a couple of people that are just trying to hand you um, bread, but there's also someone trying to hand you some kind of jeweled amulet or necklace. Oh, wait, what? Um, there's someone that is trying to hand you a bag uh, filled with something. And there is someone that is trying to uh, hand you a small glowing stone. Hey, what? What's up? With, what's up with that? I'm going to use all those things for my smithing. So you're going to try and accept these things? Yeah. What's up? I'll probably just share some of my food with them. I'll try to trade things with them as well. I don't want to they, take things. They seem fascinated by the vegetables that you have. Like, they've never seen food like this before. What kind of things are you trading? What do we have? Like, a few arrows and some f fruit and vegetables and salted meat and berries? You may still have some berries left over. Yeah, I want to get rid of those berries. I don't want anything <laughs> to do with those berries ever again. <laughs> All right. Those are death berries. 
Um, All right. So. But no, they are not actually death berries, GM. I did not just give these <laughs> death berries. Uh, fortunately, I'm the one that decides that, not you. Dang it. So, in addition, Alec, they're so fascinated by your gifts that they decide to give you uh, one other item. A uh, glass bottle with a glowing light inside of it. Okay, you want a, a light thing? I can't use that for smithing. Um, I'll, t- I'll accept the trade on account of them appreciating something that I actually made. Oh, that's right. No one does. Oh. All right, so they are i mean they seem to be very grateful they welcome you they uh you know they they want to you know keep you around but they're traveling uh, south uh, kind of southeast away from the mountain uh they seem like they're inviting you to go with them which you can or you can continue your journey up the mountain i like the mountain i guess this has been a lot today that i'm kind of and it's still fairly early in the day. What are you thinking, Roland? As appreciative as I am of their gratefulness, I'm probably... I probably am going to want to minimize my curse against them, so I'm just going to <laughs> uh, gotcha. get while it's good. Nice. They seem to understand. They bid you a farewell with the Vork and Jorgen. Zorkin, Yorkin. They seem very lively and very chatty, probably about you guys still, as they uh, take off down the mountain. You guys want to do any kind of investigation on the items you got, or are you just good to roll? I kind of want to know, for smithing purposes. It is an investigation. If you want to uh, examine them from a uh, what-is-it point of view... If you want to know more of their artistic or uh, sellable value, that is an artistry. And if you want to know if they might have magical properties, that is a lore. Do we even understand that there's magic in the world? Um, that, well, you believe in curses, some of you. Well, some of it, yeah, he does. But you've probably never actually seen anyone cast a spell before. No. I'll do an artistry, artistry of four. All right, which item are you investigating? Any of the ones they gave me. He's got the glass light thing. Okay. Well, you're going to have to pick something. Gemstones. Gemstones? Didn't they give us those? No. <laughs> any of the, any metal oh, things. Oh, they, they gave you the amulet with the, uh, yeah. the jeweled amulet. There you go. Do That's that one. No. Yeah, they handed you all of these diamonds and rubies. and Yeah, you oh. can retire now. <laughs> Yeah, no. Okay, but the jeweled amulet, okay. You take a look at it. It is very well crafted. You know, this is the kind of thing you'd expect to see on nobility. It is silver uh, made. There is a very large sapphire. I say large. It's about, uh, you know, three inch diameter. That's very large, yeah. Uh, I would think so. There's two, uh, or there's four small pearls. One on each, uh, cardinal direction, making it a little bit looking like a compass. There are a lot of etches, uh, patterns etched into the inlet portion itself. Nothing like letters or runes or numbers or anything like that. But very decorative, very uh, attention-grabbing piece. Okay. Roland, what about you? 
Um, I'm just going to keep it around as some sort of good luck charm. Nice. Uh, light in the bottle. Oh, um, I thought it was the glowing stone. Oh, the glowing stone. Okay, I wasn't sure which one you were asking about. Uh, I, I thought... Um, oh, I glowing don't... stone, you notice, when you actually hold it in your hand, it pulses a little bit with uh, light blue uh, light. It makes you kind of feel warm and comforted, and when you're not touching it, the glow becomes very faint, almost like a very faint glow-in-the-dark effect that you're not entirely sure is there if you stare at it for too long. So you're keeping that as a good luck charm? Yeah, uh, I mean, I guess I'll do some instinct as well, just to make sure. Okay. What do you roll for instinct? Uh, four. Okay. Um, you get the impression that this is probably a good thing to have around. Not that it counters your curse necessarily, but um, you, you feel a little bit lucky having it on your person. All right. Um, I guess if I find some sort of small bag or something on me, I'll keep it in a pouch or, I, I don't know, store it under my pants or something. Okay. I mean, you've got your backpack so far. That's the only... And uh, I guess there was a small bag someone gave you or gave one of you. Gonna look at anything else, or you guys want to keep moving on? Um, these are some really cool things. Are we done? Advent- like, when are you done adventuring? When you've adventured it all out. I guess there's a lot to adventure out. What else do I have to look at? Well, there is that bottle. Um, if you want to look at that. There's a bottle bag. and there's a bag that's left. A bag? I like bags. So who's What's- looking at what? I'm looking at the bag. Artistry for a seven. The bag is very poor craftsmanship. Uh, there are 40 gold coins inside. What? That probably have a value of around 40 coins. Ha 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 As far as artistic value, um, they are uh, unmarked. So, like, you know, there's no face of uh, a dead empress or anything on there. Blank. Uh, circular patterns engraved inside of it, so you get the feeling that this is kind of uh, common trade commerce coins. Hey, we got 40 gold coins. I'll show Roland. I Maybe look at it and um, think about how much I probably would have had to have worked the field before I could even see that much money. Yeah, how much would we have to work to get this much money? A single gold coin represents uh, how much wheat it would cost to feed a common family of four for a year. Whoa. <laughs> oh, grain, I guess I should say. Here, do you, want, do you want the 40 gold in your pack? Not 40, but 20. Uh, we could split it later. Or you could make something out of it. <laughs> Make a hat out of 40 gold coins. <laughs> Sell it for 41 gold. <laughs> nice. This is, okay, if this is what we get from adventuring, oh my, guess what's in the mountain? You mean more, more glowing rocks? Yes. No people. I hope there's no more people. Me too. <laughs>
the most antisocial adventuring group I have ever run. So. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Are you looking at anything, Roland? Um, no. Okay. Alright, so, you guys continue up the path of the mountain. Um, there is a, uh, as you start to go higher and higher, uh, the clouds around the very tall mountain uh, start to shed some rain. It's very light, closer to mist, really, than rain. But it does get you guys going kind of wet. Uh, go ahead and give me a physique check. And tell me what you get. Okay. Two? All right, I have a, I have a plus three, so. Yep, so you got a three. Three to two. Okay, so this isn't the first time you guys have been outdoors. Um, no. It, it does wear you down a little bit, but it also kind of cools you off from all the mountain climbing. However, as the rain continues to fall, you start to wonder, okay, maybe setting up camp and having a fire going is going to be difficult to do on the trail. Is there a cave? Go ahead and roll an investigation check. Yeah, um, have me search as well. Okay, I have a plus one. Um, so I think, I think we're both plus three at domesticating. Okay. So, yeah, you guys, after a little bit of looking, do find, actually, two caves. One is, um, you have to get down on your hands and knees and crawl into, but it looks like it opens up further in. The other is a fairly large, uh, as far as tall and width, uh, it only goes in for about uh, 60 meters, so 180 feet. I like the one we have to crawl into. It seems like it's safer. It seems like it's more forbidden, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. It seems safer. We're going to go into that one. Okay. So, you guys crawl in and uh, find yourself alive. a warm, dry place. You notice that you know even with this opening, the tun tunnel does continue uh, further down. It almost seems to uh, spiral around out of sight. But uh, you guys seem like you have a good campsite set up here for now. Uh, you're going to camp here and uh, rest for the night? Would you like to keep exploring the tunnel? Hmm. How forbidden does the tunnel look? No, I'm just asking for a friend. Uh-huh. <laughs> I feel compelled to go down for a <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yes. Does he feel compelled? Ah, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what. If you guys, uh, and since it's your trouble, I will give you a fate point. If you would like to go down the tunnel before resting for the night. Um, I'm going to use my instinct, and then I guess I, I'm probably going anyway, no matter what. But yeah, I'm going. I just want to use my instinct just to get an idea. <clears throat> Okay, what do you get for your instinct check? Uh, three. Your instincts tell you high risk, high reward. <laughs> nice. Fate point! Yay! I'm trying to prove myself. That's my excuse. So you guys going down into the tunnel? Sure. Yeah. Do All we right, have torches so and everything? I didn't hear anybody talk about getting torches. <laughs> do, can we see? It is dark. 
There are no sources of light. There's no lanterns mounted in the cavern wall or anything like that. Can we make torches and then go down? How would you make torches? Um, I've got this crappy bag of 40 gold. Can I burn that without the 40 gold inside of it? I'm going to put the 40 gold in my other pouch. Okay. Um, I'm probably going to investigate for some sort of dry grass around or something under a rock or whatever. He's the fire starter. I'll let him do this. Okay, go ahead and give me an investigation check. Two. Okay, unfortunately in this uh, Rocky Mountain area there doesn't seem to be any grass or uh, any plant life. Plus you are searching for it in the dark. Uh, okay. And we did get... It makes me feel gonna... better because it's actually one, not two. That was my mistake. Okay. And we did get a fate point for doing this, so I'm okay with it. Let's let's go into the darkness. Okay. <laughs> go ahead and give me a flexibility check to try and keep your balance while you're maneuvering down the tunnel. Both of you. Flexibility of one. Okay. Did I get oh, zero? You yes, you got zero. Okay. Okay, then I have one. Okay. So, I'm not sure which of you slips first and knocks <laughs> into the other one. But apparently the tunnel becomes a steep incline downward. And you find yourself uh, rolling and sliding down a spiral slide. Uh, eventually pops you out into a pile of something. Hey, Roland, don't you... Fortunately, when you land, your backpack comes open and the uh, glass bottle with the uh, glowing light falls out and uh, gives you enough illumination that you can look around and see. What do we see? Death. Are you actually looking? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm looking. Uh, Want to make sure, Roland? Are you looking? I'm. I'm probably going to reach for the bottle and then use it to. Because it, yeah, it'll illuminate when he touches it, right? The rock illuminates when he touches. Oh, it. okay, never mind. The light inside is kind constant. Of oh god. Lit. So we're going for the bottle. You guys had two sources of light, but I wasn't going to say anything. I uh, know. We're we're noobs. I'm going to assume that I forgot about it for the moment. So Yeah, me too. Yeah, I, I I've so. killed two people in less than a day. <laughs> For shame. <laughs> so, you pick up the uh, bottle and you guys are looking around. Um, the pile of things that you fell in seem to be uh, hard, small objects that have kind of a metallic clink to them. Ooh, metal. And they sparkle. Ooh! Looking around the uh, yellow sparkle uh, glow from the light, they all look just like the uh, 40 coins that you pocketed a while ago. Oh my goodness. You seem to have fallen into a large pile of coinage. And as you look around, you notice you know, other objects sticking out of the gold coins. A uh, candelabra made of solid gold. You know, portrait with some uh, beautiful lady painted on it. Uh, looks you know, very high quality, very artistic. 
I would like to make an artistry check on the room. Um, I'm probably going to remember now that I have that stone, so I'll just... <laughs> I'll like, oh, here, hold this. I'll, I forgot okay. I had. I'll hold the glass light with light. Glass light with light. While he <laughs> has the stone. The glass bottle, uh, or the light in the glass bottle spins around a little bit and then uh, settles down. The stone, as you hold it, it shines very brightly, but also at the same time, not blindingly. It's almost as if it's illuminating the room rather than shining this bright light. And as the room illuminates, go ahead and do your artistry check. Okay. Four. You see that the room is, well, is it the uh, cavern, I guess I should say, is very vast and filled with a mountain of gold coins and other artifacts and objects. What did you get for artistry? A four. A four? There is more wealth in this cavern than you thought ever could exist in the entire world. Is this like Scrooge McDuck level? This Gold? Is, yes. Okay. Definitely Scrooge McDuck and beyond level. I would say another one, but I'm not mentioning names. Why not? No. So. So both of you roll a instinct check. Nice. I'm glad you have. The, oh yeah. Okay. Uh, two. One. Two. Two. I have a two as well. So you both have twos. Yes. Okay. As you are, you know, taking all this in, you notice that the air smells a little bit musty. Um, uh, a little bit bad, you know, not horrible rank or anything like that. You also notice, you know, at first that there is a breeze, although it seems odd because it keeps shifting back and forth. <laughs> It'll blow one way and then start blowing the opposite way and then blow that first way again and back and forth, uh, which seems a bit odd to you. But you didn't roll high enough to get anything else. Uh, still lots of Lots of uh, gold coins and treasures and such. Do I, believe, do I believe I can make it back up the slide? Ah, as you look up, you see you know, high up you know, in the ceiling uh, of the cavern, some uh, maybe 200 feet at a 75 degree angle from you, the hole, the opening that you fell out of. Oh, so we fell out and rolled a while. No, you didn't uh, roll a while. You fell out, you fell for a while, and then landed in the coins. It didn't. It didn't, didn't kill you. It didn't impact you. It didn't even bruise you. It, okay. It's amazing. I mean, you know, Scrooge McDuck really shouldn't have been able to swim in those no. coins. But no. somehow, you guys were able to fall and land in it and come out as if you'd landed in uh, Downey Feathers. Hmm. Roland, do you think this is strange? I think this is my fault. <laughs> what? I I don't know. I just think something must must be happening. I, I I'm sorry. <laughs> How? If it's anyone's fault, it's mine. No, no, trust me, it's my fault. No, I end the story. Oh. I, I I didn't tell you before. I I accidentally. I'm trying to tell you a story. You don't go to sleep. I'm I'm trying to. 
I'm trying. Look, I'm trying to reveal. I'm trying to be honest. When I went out hunting, I, I I'm trying. I'm going to pick up some coins and throw it at him. Because <laughs> I think he's sleeping. Because while I'm talking, I can't look at him because I'm so ashamed. Okay, <laughs> I need you to roll a marksmanship check. Okay. And I need Roland to roll a flexibility check. Assuming you don't want the coins to strike you in the eye. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Horrible. And I'm going to go ahead and spend one of my few fate points. Uh huh. To invoke your a marksmanship <laughs> aspect that I put on you. Uh huh. To give you a plus two to your check. Oh, that's so great. Thanks. <laughs> What'd you get for your flexibility check? Um, zero. <laughs> good, good, good. I got a five. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, Roland, you can either take a consequence, like a, a coin to the eyeball, or you can be knocked off the uh, pile of gold, roll down for a little bit until you uh, bump into whatever was making those noises. Your choice. I'm going to assume it hits me in the eye. I'm that uh, resolute okay. that... Okay, um, go ahead and where it says, I guess near the bottom of your first sheet, where it says consequences. How much stress can you take? He can take four physical stress, yeah. Right, so for a mild consequence, go ahead and write out... Coined in the eyeball? One black eye. (laughs) Or what about one gold eye? (laughs) Yeah, what about golden eye? We'll go with gold-plated eye. There you the go. eyeball's not made out no. of gold, but there's a coin stuck there now. So, mechanically, what we did is you took five stress. Since you only have four physical stress you can take, you're taking that mild consequence to stay in the scene. Okay. So, you, you took five. That mild consequence makes it negative two, so you actually took three. So, then I just put an X where your third pip is. So... You can still take a hit of two and four and one and still be fine. Okay. But the, the this way that I can uh, kind of use that to do more bad things to you. Yes. Okay. I'm I'm gonna see that he was actually paying attention and I have in the eye. I'm gonna feel really bad. It's like okay. oh oh no oh God I'm sorry I'm sorry I thought I thought you were sleeping or pretending okay. to sleep. No. No. Can't you see this is my fault. Oh. <laughs> No, it's my fault. I I killed someone while I was hunting. This is the, the yeah. my curse. Yeah, we know you killed that bandit. It's fine. No, no, not not that bandit. I I killed a woman in the forest. Uh, okay. what you? Uh, that's that's impossible. What what uh? How can you even tell? Because I I shot her and then she died and then I collected some berries off of her dead body and. I brought them back, and I didn't tell you about it. I felt really bad, but I, it like it haunts me. I checked my I checked my stomach for a moment after he mentions the berries, and then I'll uh, uh, I guess I'll look around 
and then I'll ask if if you even remember what she looked like. Do I remember what she looked like? I gave a good description. I'm sure you remember it if it was important to you. She she had old purple. Uh, Go ahead uh, and roll. Shoot, what would that be? I'm not being dishonest. I know. Um, oh, empathy. Me? Empathy check to see if you remember. I have an empathy of now zero. She was uh, pretty blonde, ragged purple clothes and an arrow in the chest. You definitely remember that. I'll, that's that's what I say to you. As I slump down and start fiddling with gold and no longer care about it. I use my instinct to determine if there's anything else that I, that I probably have caused. <laughs> Was your what instinct did you roll? Nice seven. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so you feel like the bad luck of your curse is just going to kick in in like ten seconds. Thank you for listening to this one-shot. If you'd like to hear other episodes, you can do that at burneverythinggaming.podbean.com. We also have the iTunes and the Stitcher. We have campaigns in Dresden Files, Star Trek, and one-shots and other things as well. You can check those out. If you would like to leave us some feedback, we would love that. Good things, bad things, all the things. We'd love to hear from you. You can do that at burneverythinggaming at gmo.com. We have the Twitter and the Facebook. Whatever it is, we'd love to hear it. Hope you keep enjoying. Uh, okay, I guess I start to remember that.